Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast with Craig and Paula Williams, where we share tips, tricks and strategies from the coalface of the weight loss industry in the UK. We're going to help you to think, eat and move better. Ultimately, we're going to help you finally gain control and conquer food. Hello? Is is anybody there? Hello? <laughs> I'm just messing about, but obviously, if you've seen the title to this podcast, you can see that it, it might be not so much a controversial topic, but something that people kind of are, are, are not prepared to budge on. I know for a long time, I was just not prepared to give up caffeine at all. You know, it was a massive part of my day. It was a massive part of my morning ritual. And I used it to make, to be more productive, to give myself a little kick in the morning. I loved the smell of it. I enjoyed the taste of it. I liked the process of making it. I'm a massive fan of pour over coffee. And there's a there's like a whole ritual in, in making the coffee like that. Whenever Paul and I went on a holiday, we would go to coffee plantations and, and try the beans. I've even had coffee that's been shit out by a jungle cat. All sorts of different stuff. You know, co- coffee, I was a massive, massive coffee fan. However, seven days ago to the day, I completely cut caffeine out of my diet. And it's it's likely that I'll never kind of introduce it at all. At, all. at the moment, I'm kind of thinking I might have the odd cup every now and again. But other than that, I do not feel compelled to to drink it and and I'm going to go through the reasons why all the all the problems that it can cause in the body and and the side effects of drinking a substantial amount of uh, of caffeine was quite shocking to me and 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 it's that thing you know substantial I started off like everybody with the odd glass uh, odd um, cup of coffee you know and then that merged into two or three cups of coffee to the point where seven days ago I was drinking three sort of medium size like moderate sized cafetiers a, a day, like before like one, two o'clock in the afternoon. And because then air quotes, because I didn't want it to affect my sleep, I was then sort of switching to tea and I was having five or six cups of tea. Um, and, and, and you know what, you know, what really made me sort of think I need to do something about this. I was just sad. There were times when I was just sad and I and I, I didn't understand why and I had no reason to be sad. I mean, I know the world is falling, falling apart around us with the, the, the COVID-19 and the coronavirus and, you know, businesses are struggling and my business is struggling, but I had no reason to be sad the way I was. And and I kind of did some digging and, and Paula, quite often she'll drop a little bit of wisdom my way in, in, in a, like a, you, you guys will know if you've got a partner in, in like a, uh, the way that only a partner can, you know, and she was kind of like, she said the blaringly obvious, but in a real sort of sarcastic way. And he was like, you know, do you think it's, do you think it's the caffeine perhaps? And I was like, no, it can't be, it can't be. And then the more I did study, you know, more I kind of looked into it and all this kind of stuff. I was like, my God. I don't know whether it is and I don't know whether it isn't, but I've got to test it. And that sort of spurred me on to do a trial without caffeine. And the more that I kind of did the research on it, the more I just thought, oh, I'm never going to drink this again. Um, so today I'm going to go through some of the, the the side effects, the physiological, the psychological 
and some of the neurological side effects of caffeine. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And now this isn't an episode to to beat caffeine up and, and, you know, we don't want to become the coffee police and ban everybody from drinking coffee. The real key message is, you know, everything in moderation. And, 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 and this is where I kind of went wrong was I was no longer drinking in moderation. Was I using caffeine to uh, change my 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 psychology and my physiology. Yes, I was. You know, when I was feeling tired, I was using caffeine as a little bit of a pick-me-up. Was I dependent on it? I don't know, depending on what definition you look at. However, uh, I was drinking a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot. And like I said, for no reason, I was just feeling depressed and and, and sad. So um, they're kind of the, the reasons why we kind of get into this, all right? So no, so no caffeine bashing. It's okay to have the odd cup. In fact, I think the FDA recommends four to five cups a day. Depends on the size of your cup. My cup was like, you know, we've, we've got this water machine that kicks out, uh, automatically kicks out a cup's worth of, of water. And my cup was like a, a, a press and a half, you know, <laughs> so it was already, so it was 50% bigger than what the cup was, was supposed to be, you know? Uh, and I was drinking, I was drinking maybe six of those a day, you know, and uh, and if you go if you go to any one of the coffee shops and get like a large coffee, you can bet you you know you're 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 not drinking in moderation. You are drinking a lot. So what I'm specifically talking about here is the side effects of caffeine. Now, if you are drinking at, at coffee shops and um, you know and, and places like that, little cafes, and you're having other drinks like lattes and cappuccinos, it's obviously there's obviously all sorts of other stuff in there as well, like your milk, your sugar, your syrups, um, creams, all, all this kind of stuff, you know, and, and we can see it, you know, every, every year there's a new coffee brought out in the, in the big brand coffee shops and, and the taste just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And with those tastes, with layering them tastes on top of each other, you know that we're layering calories on there as well, you know? So we would, but we're not going to dive into that. That's for other episodes. Let's talk specifically about caffeine. Um, so I've got all list, like I said, of all these things. I'm going to go through pretty brief. And, um, and, and the idea is that I just kind of want to open your eyes up a little bit. Now, fundamentally, what I want you to understand is that, or, or what we often forget is that caffeine is a natural, it, it's a natural pesticide. Right, so the coffee plant produces caffeine in its seeds to stop animals from nibbling it and stop insects from bloody eating it and all that kind of stuff. In fact, if you get a, a shipment of coffee beans in a in a container ship, they don't have to put any kind of pest control on there because they just will not touch it because they they know that caffeine is poisonous and you know they they shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be touching it. Yet we as humans we process it and we. We concentrate it, and then once it's concentrated, we're then drinking two or three cups a day. Um, there has been a case, apparently. Uh, I've not seen the research or any proof, but I, I've heard a few people reference it, where somebody died from a caffeine overdose, not from drinking coffee, because you would need a bloody 100 cups of strong coffee, belt, as in you know, quick succession, in order for it to kill you. But... Apparently someone died from taking caffeine tablets and they took that much caffeine that it actually killed them, you know. So apart from death, what are the other problems that uh, that caffeine can cause? Right, I'm going to talk about hormones first of all, you know, because we know that hormones are the messaging system of the body and if we get these wrong, they're going to cause us problems 
down the line, all right? And uh, so first of all, an increase in stress hormone, okay? We know that caffeine will stimulate our stress response in our body, okay? Now, what them stress hormones, I'm talking cortisol, um, are going to do is going to increase the amount of belly fat you store, the fat that you store around the belly because that's where we tend to store fat if we're, if we're quite high in, um, in, in cortisol. And one that'd be quite interesting for, for the women out there is accelerated aging. If you've got a high level of these stress hormones, you get accelerated aging. You know, and you can you know people that have had a tough life. Sometimes you, it's just written all over the face. You can see it. Um, so that's one of the, uh, the side effects of caffeine. Decreasing testosterone. Now, what that's going to do, women might be thinking, well, that's not a bad thing, is it? Well, it is a bad thing because testosterone will, it will dictate how much muscle you've got and how much muscle you keep. And if you've got less muscle, you're going to burn less calories. You're going to be you're not as strong. You're going to be. And as well as that, it will slow your metabolism because fundamentally your organs and your muscles are your metabolism because they're the things that are burning the calories even at rest. And also a decreased libido. All right. So if if libido, sex drive, all, all that is, is something that is precious to you or something that you're trying to claw back, find, you know, maybe it's under the bed or something. I don't know. Then, you know. What you what you could do with is a little boost in testosterone, all right, and uh, and you certainly don't want something that's reducing that amount of testo- testosterone in the body. Um, another thing, decreasing human growth hormone and IGF. Um, so this is good again, going to increase body fat and accelerate aging. Uh, decreasing thyroid hormones again, that's going to slow down your metabolism because thyroid has a big part to play in metabolism and cause you to gain fat. Uh, decreasing adrenal hormones, things like DHEA. So this is all sorts of stuff from your general energy levels to your brain function, you know, just so many, so many things. Look up, you know, benefit. Uh, what does DHEA do in the body or something like that? You, you, you'll read it. Okay, but we do not want to be decreasing that uh, hormone in our in our body. Um, and and so many times people come to, to boot camp and just absolutely fatigue their adrenals are just absolutely blown out you know and 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 it looks like caffeine has got a big part to play in that um okay uh decrease in melatonin so this affects our sleep when we start to get trickle you know we trickle melatonin um we then we start to kind of fall asleep if we're if we're decreasing that then this is why it affects our our sleeping and our sleeping patterns uh, and melatonin is actually your obviously your sleep hormone, but also your anti-aging hormone. So you can see, you know, if you're going to decrease your anti-aging hormone, you're going to be all wrinkly and bloody old, way, way, way before your time. Okay, um, an increase in estrogen. So in in females that can that can really heighten the chance of getting breast cancer. In men, you could develop men boobs um, or man boobs rather. And, um, and, and it can also alter your menstruation so that you get all sorts of, you know, disrupted periods and, and, and that kind of stuff, uh, chain, messes with your cycles a little bit. If you've got an increase in, in estrogen, higher blood sugar, uh, and insulin insensitivity. Again, we know this is related to, to weight gain, um, to fat storage, you know, again, you're going to have less muscle and also an increased chance of getting, getting diabetes, uh, and, and insulin insensitivity or insulin resistance where the body just doesn't register the messages that you're sending out and therefore it tries to override it by pumping out more and it becomes this vicious cycle a lot like coffee in in 
in, in actual terms. Um, it just keeps pumping out, pumping out, pumping out, pumping out more. And actually the message is just not getting through. Uh, and I say it's like coffee because, you know, quite often what we'll do is we will drink coffee to give us a bit of a pick me up. That'll disrupt our sleep. We'll wake up tomorrow. We're not, we're not rested or refreshed. So we'll have another coffee. We feel worse. When, you know, we, we can't sleep when we go to bed. We're tired when we get up in the morning, we have another coffee and more coffee to keep us going. And it's just this cycle that keeps on going and just absolutely kicks our ass until nature forces us to take a break and do something different. Um, so moving on to some of the neurotransmitter stuff. Uh, so it decreases dopamine release. And, um, and and also it decreases the dopamine receptor sensitivity uh, in our brain. So basically this is our pleasure hormone. And, and this is one of the reasons why I was getting sad because my, my, my dopamine receptors were just, would, would just like reduced to next to nothing. And sometimes I just sort of sit there like, I should really be enjoying this. And I'm not. And, and that's completely what I was like, you know, and, um, I'm glad to say that now I've stripped caffeine out of my diet. I, I'm feeling much better. Like I haven't had, it's only been seven days, I know, but I haven't had a period of like feeling depressed or down um, since I cut it out. I mean, I've had some withdrawals and I'll, I'll talk about them in a minute, but, but as for feeling sad, which was my primary driver, it's just not there. Um, decreases in serotonin. So again, less happy. Um more stressful, more anxiety, panic attacks. Panic attacks, I'll, I'll tell you now, you, you probably know this from your own experience, but panic, panic attacks are going through the roof in that so many people are struggling to function with everyday life because of panic attacks. And one of the things that can that can massively affect that is decreased serotonin um, through drinking too much caffeine, you know. And don't forget, it's not just coffee where this caffeine is, you know, sports drinks, energy drinks, tea, um, green tea, you know, all these things have got, have got kind of caffeine in. Other, other problems, it can cause oxidative stress and inflammation. So you're going to get digestive problems and if just, even just general aches and pains. Again, just it's too much for me to dive into now, but just Google, you know, inflammation in the body, you know, or, or problems through in, in, in inflammation in the body. And it's just going to absolutely, so many things will just click in your brain where you're like, my God, this this is it. This is this is this is why I'm kind of struggling. It causes a pH imbalance. So what will this will what this will do is it kind of it'll cause you to have more acid reflux if you had like a an acid reflux or heartburn or something like that. It can cause more of that. It can cause stomach problems for a, for a, a whole host of different reasons. Osteoporosis where your your bones are getting soft and and, and brittle, and and your your gut flora and fauna can just get absolutely kicked out of balance. And as time goes on, we're, we're understanding more and more about gut health. And, and it's so, so important to your general well-being and, and everything that you're doing. There's no point taking supplements and thinking you're eating clean if your gut health is just absolutely smashed and, and, and you know, your little friendly bacteria are all dying off or dead because we're just not absorbing the things that we want that we need to absorb. And then and then a couple of other ones uh, insomnia and poor sleep, we know, we know that and then high blood pressure and hypertension and also all the problems that are associated to that. A massive list, massive list. Now, one of the things that um, will affect how how much you're affected by these things is is your age. Apparently we we react to caffeine much more the older that we get. 
and all, but also the amount of caffeine that you take. And there is a genetic aspect where some people just react and metabolize caffeine better than others. I always thought, you know, that I would, I was somebody that could just drink coffee and it didn't really affect me too much until I withdrew from it. And I was like, my God, this thing is kicking my ass. Some of the withdrawal symptoms that I had was muscle aches and pains for, for no reason. My, my muscles and, and joints just ached. And I was like, my God, well, you know, I feel like I've been hit by a bus. Headaches, I still have little minor headaches every now and again. But, uh, but I'm glad to say that the, the most of them that are, are gone as the brain starts to resettle down to where it was. Energy levels are kind of reset. And, and that took a bit of time. You know, I was, I was awake at certain times and you know, strange times in the day, strange times in the morning. But what I haven't had is I started to get into the old granddad nap routine where I'd have a nap every afternoon. And, um, and I've not had to do that. My energy levels just stay consistent throughout. Previously, before I gave up the caffeine, when I was getting to like one, two o'clock in the afternoon, I, I was just done like really, you know, I, I might have enough energy to go for a little trot and that, that run might just about, you know, have a bit of intensity to it. But other than that, I, I was pretty much done and I was just waiting for bedtime then. And, and Paula and I would be in bed by half eight. Um, since I cut out caffeine, things have, have kind of have, have straightened themselves out a little bit and, and I'm getting to bed now and, and I, I used to kind of just bang, just fall asleep really quickly. I'm not falling asleep quite as quick, but what I am doing is I'm sleeping much deeper for longer. And, you know, and, and that was, that was the aim. Again, you know, when you look at all the compound effects of all these things, like, you know, improving your gut health, sorting your sleep out, um, improving your digestion, the compound effect of all those things are just massive in regards to your health, your longevity, you know, your, your activity levels, all these different things. So what do I suggest you do? Do I suggest you go cold turkey and get off caffeine? Well, I think that's, I think you've got to be at a certain point when you do that. Um, I think if you're truly honest with yourself, you will know whether you have an issue or not. If you're like Paula and you have one cappuccino a day, um, that's probably not too bad. If you were like I was and you're having, you know, three or four cafetiers, every break you're having a coffee, you know, you're, you're even starting to, you've gone from like level teaspoons of instant to heaped teaspoons of instant, if not two spoonfuls of instant, you know, all these little patterns can kind of say, can kind of give you an indication that you're starting to become a little bit dependent on it or you just need more to have the, the same effect. Um, in essence, what happens is that the caffeine is picked up by receptors in our brain. And what will happen is they will block those receptors. And what the brain will do is create new receptors. And then we need more caffeine to block those receptors. And it's just an ongoing cycle like that. So that's it. I want to I want to kind of challenge you to at least reduce your caffeine down. All right. And I'd love to know how you do that. So please, in whatever platform you're listening to this on, whether it's on the, the website, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever it is, please just leave us a comment. Um, I'll monitor them all and, and reply to them all personally. And I just want to kind of know how you're going to reduce it down. You know, with all these health problems that uh, that caffeine's going to cause, you owe it to yourself and everybody around you, your immediate family and friends that love you, just to to give this up, you know, or to at least moderate it, to reduce it down to a to a sensible amount, or maybe even cut it out for seven days and then just reintroduce it a little bit but just at a much more moderate level for me i like i said i'm, I'm pretty much done 
with with caffeine, I, I find that I don't I don't I don't miss I don't miss it too much. I don't miss the effects that it gave me. I'm quite happy with my peppermint tea as I as I record this. So I don't know. I don't know whether I'll I'll drink it again. I'm definitely, you know, I don't want to do that classic alcoholic thing where you have one drink to celebrate a year of not drinking and then that just spirals out of control and you're addicted again. But maybe maybe I will in the future. I don't know. But I'll definitely keep you updated. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope it's kind of give you a couple of things to go and research. Remember that um, unsuccessful people will criticise. If you're sat there criticising this thinking, oh, you know, well, fine, you know, you, you get the results that you deserve. If, but the, the flip side of that, the inverse of that is that successful people analyse. And what I want you to do is I want you to go and look at insulin resistance. Look at inflammation in the body. Look at the effects of, you know, a lack of sleep and 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 dig up the research on caffeine itself and, and make up your own decision and then act on that. Because ultimately, you know, I want you to live longer and be happier. And, and I don't want anybody to be sitting there sad like I was because, you know, the world's too good a place for people just to be sat there sad because of a drink they're having every morning. Okay, so... Um, whatever platform you're listening to us on, please leave us a review. It does two things. First of all, it lets us know that we're giving you the right information. And then secondly, it helps other people that perhaps might be struggling. And there are some real people, uh, some people out there really, really struggling. Find this information and benefit from it. So uh, please do that. Little five-star review goes a long way. And until the next podcast, until the next episode, bloody hell, I keep forgetting sodding music. I need some way of remind, remembering how to speak. I need some way of remembering uh, when to activate the theme music. Okay, until next time, take care. <laughs>